0: What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the first ever episode of Mac Eats Podcast Live. So this is the first time ever we're going live. Never done this before, so it's going to be fun. Um, let us know if you're listening in. I would love to you know, see comments, reactions, any kind of stuff like that to, to know you're there. But I'm very excited to get into this one and, and get started. Um, of course, it would be really boring if I just sat here and talked to myself for... You know however long we wanted to do this so I figured it would probably be good to get a co-host um, and why not get a co-host that has a bunch of ACC ties obviously he's one of the best to do it in recent memory uh, in fact he's Virginia the University of Virginia's most recent NCAA finalist uh, mr. Jack Mueller how are you doing today Jack
1: I'm doing well I got your shirt came in the mail so you did that's you awesome glad to, Jesus. glad to rep What? You're you're wearing it. I'm wearing it. Hey, it's the first one. I gotta do it.
0: We're twinning. This is absolutely awful, man. Yeah,
1: he's acting like this wasn't planned. I we actually texted about it late earlier today about getting the same shirt. Dude, growing beard. (laughs) I know, right? You like it? Looking good. Looking good. Looking lumberjack style. I know it's. Yeah, the hair is really long right now. I'm gonna get a haircut tomorrow. So. Gotta look good for this weekend. Very cool. Leaving the beard? Oh yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, I think you gotta go full like buzz cut
1: beard. I want to, but uh, I don't think my girlfriend will allow it. She's not into the buzz cut. That's sadly. A, yeah, it's probably a smart choice.
0: I feel like I've been trying for years to let my to get my wife to let me uh, buzz my head, and she just won't. She's like, no way, not don't do it. Yeah. No, it won't ever happen. Oh man, I'm. I've had a day. I've uh, had meetings and all kinds of stuff all day. Ready to talk about some wrestling though, man. Um, there's some some really cool events coming up this weekend. So we've got two big ones this weekend. You're actually a part of one of them. Um, we got the Ontario Wrestling Club that's actually having their first ever event. It's the the THWC Open. Uh, Going to be in Chapel Hill. There's 15 matches. Um, and then also. Same thing. So the Tarot Wrestling Club's on Friday. Uh, Flow Wrestling is hosting the first ever RTC Cup, which is going to be on Friday and Saturday. So um, it's a it's an all weekend affair for wrestling fans, man. Uh, yeah, it's a your, big one. What are your thoughts on all
1: these these events going on? Uh, have them while you can, because I feel like I'm I've been a pessimist about this whole thing, and it just seems like it's not going in the right direction, and you know. Live every day like it's uh, like it's your last. I think that that's what we can take away from it. And I'm really excited about this competition because I don't know when the next one will be. Um, and the competition that I'm gonna have at 57 kilos there, it's gonna be big, um, really good opportunity for me. Um, but on the other hand, it's really cool to see an ACC school um, repping the uh, the cards and having UNC do this. and. Just getting some competitions in. Um, I'm really excited to see some of their guys. We'll talk about it later, but uh, there's a a few in particular that I'm very excited to see for the first time in a while, um, especially against good opponents. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, We're definitely going to get to talk about that. So, that's going to be awesome. Um, But I got to ask you. So, we're going to get into, you know, in depth, kind of like who's wrestling who, all that kind of stuff later. Um, But you're, like you said, a part of this RTC event. And so when did you hear about it? And like, how did that all come together for you? Cause you're wrestling for the Ohio RTC. It's not even uh, NYC RTC as you usually are.
1: Yeah. So I think it was Halloween um, that weekend. I was going to fly home, visit my family, hang out. Uh, hadn't spent a weekend with the kid, with my nephews. Um, over Halloween, so I was really excited about that, going trick-or-treating with them, and uh, I got a text from Terrell. he's like, hey, we think that we can win if you have you on your our team, um, there's this thing called Titan Mercury Wrestling Club Duels, um, there's a big payout if you win, uh, maybe come down train, whatever, do something. Uh, but we really want to have you this is our team and he sent me the roster and I was like oh I gotta be on this team this is sick and that's what sold me and uh, yeah like I got I had very little details didn't know what weight I was gonna have to make um, didn't know when it was it was just like I saw the, the team and who I could train with and I don't know I, I was sold yeah
0: I'm for sure um, but here's one thing I heard you you scared off a couple of them. Because uh, you know, at first Jaden Cox and, and Miles Martin were on the card, but I, I guess they they got wind that Jack Mueller was going to be wrestling. They were just like, "Yeah, no, nah, I don't I don't want to piss that guy off." I didn't even know Miles was out when that happened. Oh, you didn't even know that? Uh, it, no, I don't know when it happened, but uh, they announced it on FRL this morning. So oh dang, okay. You got a yeah. yeah.
1: So I think we have a replacement.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, if they haven't announced it yet. They they said um, on FRL is going to be Sammy Brooks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, he's a gamer. That eight, that 86 kilos, I'm trying to think of who's there. Um you know, who 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 are the toughest opponents? Is Miles Amin there for Michigan. I know Miles
0: Amin, uh Drew Foster, the, the um, Dean brothers. That they're not there anymore either. Yeah, no, that Game came up this morning. This morning on FRL neither of them are I've there. been
1: living under a rock <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah no, no no it like it literally just came out this morning so it's like not you didn't miss anything um, but yeah not only they, they talked about it on FRL but I think they didn't even post it until like very recently so um,
1: don't feel bad there really yeah um, let's see let's see 86 okay so this isn't been updated at all but Miles Martin and Miles Amin and Gabe Dean were the top three. Yeah. And then Nate Jackson, who. Um, oh. Is there? Yeah. And then Hybly, Far, Abenader, Reen, and Oh man, it's gonna be fun. Cool.
0: It's
1: gonna be. Sammy fun. Brooks is gonna he's gonna compete there. I'm excited to watch him and. I mean, I've never really seen an Iowa guy get prepared, you know, for a match. That's going to be kind of cool to see. Um, see how he goes about his competition. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to be on the team, was to see how, like, Jaden got ready for a competition. Yeah. Um, you know, try and take tidbits here and there.
0: Yeah, so how are you um, – I guess you're, you're in New York right now, right? So um, mm-hmm. when do you fly out and do you, like – how long are you actually going to have with them to, to warm up and, and get acquainted with the
1: team? So, I'm flying to Columbus on Thursday, and then I'm going to drive down to Cincinnati with them. So, I'm going to have a long travel. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'll get to spend that whole day with them, uh, make the wait. And then, I mean, this tournament's this pretty spread out. So, we weigh in three hours, and then um, we're done after the first two matches so we're done at like three or four and then have like all day because the next match is at 1 p.m and we don't have to make weight the second day so guys like uh like Seth and Nashon are gonna be gigantic that second day you know I saw that there was like a some stuff on Twitter about that you know
0: (laughs) yeah no for sure um and we're gonna get we're gonna get into talking all about that man I, i'm excited to talk about it um especially with you since you're there i'm not gonna i don't know i might try to make you make some picks but i I'll probably leave you alone on that um like but, uh I,
1: at the tournament
0: <laughs> yeah but mm-hmm. uh we got uh we actually had a guest calling in right now so this is our first ever guest on the live show so let's see how this works out um but we're gonna go ahead and bring him in um and so let me get him checked in and we will get going um we're bringing on the show mr coleman scott the head coach over at unc how you doing coleman what's up guys how you guys doing doing good coach doing good man so um we know obviously we got the the big event this weekend um and i'm interested to hear you know how it came into being and and all that kind of stuff so can i know we're, we're jumping
2: in real quick so first of all how the heck are you doing i'm doing good man just just living life and uh you know, getting through all the COVID stuff and and just training as much as we can and um, you know so so really you know dealing with with school stuff for my for my young kids and um, you know so that's that's about it. Yeah, not for sure. I last time I know I talked to you uh, what a couple of
0: months ago. We talked about the team and how it was looking and uh, I remember it it
2: was a, a car full of kids. So it was you Always. and just all of them everywhere uh, yeah yeah they're especially nowadays with you know we've got um you know my my i got a fourth grader and a first grader that that aren't quite in school we're in that partial school so it's only two days a week um you know so juggling that and then my youngest is um two years old so he's just starting daycare um you know so so we're really really uh, all hands on deck trying trying to get a, try to get them wrangled in and everything um you know so um, but yeah, yeah, they're around all the time with me and you know, usually if if you see me my wife and my kids are usually right there with us So, um, you know, it, we 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 live strongly by you know, it's it's not wrestling or family It's both and, and they're gonna be intertwined a lot, you know And so um, they're they're around the guys and us and of course, it's a little different nowadays They were around a lot more pre-COVID uh, you you know, or the guys at the house. So, but but it's it, it's it's all good, man. You know, it's it's something that, that I enjoy, and I enjoy that they can share this uh, with with me and the team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So-
1: I actually have a question. Um, yeah, I mean, I I've talked to the guys at Virginia um, and how they're dealing with it, but I I know from afar that y'all are pretty. Y'all are family. Y'all are a very intertwined team. Um, I just want to know how the team was was dealing with. Being apart and the COVID, and just kind of not being together all the time.
2: Yeah, you, you know, it was it was the oddest summer I've ever had. Um, just in the sense that you know, that of course, like you said, the teams here all, all, all year round. They're taking summer school. Uh, we're we're working out through the RTC and everything uh, during the summer. Then is as, as well as I, I I usually travel quite a bit. Um, you know, with the world team or the Olympic team, whatever. I was usually always going to that kind of stuff. So. Um, it was, it was very odd from March, really until August, not having a full team together. Um, but, but as soon as we, we hit the ground running school, started back at the beginning of August, we really haven't missed a beat. Um, we stepped right back into it. We, of course, eased them in a little bit differently. Um, just, just because that we knew that it wasn't the same as them being here. So we eased them in and, um, really since August it's, it's, you know, nothing's changed much from us. We've been in the room um since since that since we got back in school you know and and uh we've been fortunate and uh really of course it's it's not not necessarily easy you know we got a couple different group sizes and doing some different things and thinking outside the box to get these guys the best workouts they can um you know but but it's you know just being in the room with the guys you know that's what i love that's what i love I, i love everything about just you know that's that's the joy of, really of, of the day is to go and you know when you don't have a phone and you on on your in your hand and you're you're sitting at practice and you're able to wrestle with the guys or show technique and really you know for me that's that's what I love that's what I love being with those guys so um, you know since since August Jack we've we've been we've been rock and rolling you know our guys Sick. have been training hard and it, it's been awesome
1: yeah I'm excited to see him in action this weekend
2: yeah we we you know it was. Um, really a lot of credit goes to Tony, you know, and Jacob, I know you talked to him quite a bit and, you know, Tony's the guy that really spearheaded this whole thing and brought it to me. And I said to man, you you know, we thought about it for a while. We didn't want to jump on it too early just because there were some things that we needed to work out. Um, You know, we, we, we believe that the the RTC model and the, you know, the club model, what we're doing um, fundraising wise needs to change a little bit. and, And this is part of that change. You know we can we can use this to our advantage um is is the idea and so we we feel we've worked out a little system and and we feel like this is going to be very beneficial for carolina and for tarheel wrestling club yeah
0: awesome oh for sure um so man i mean there's so many good matches and it's it's going to be such a great event i know i'm excited to at least be a part of it um the 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 Fight T V, right? So how did that mm-hmm. decision come about? Because obviously there's so many different avenues nowadays, right? We can go um Rockfin, Flow, Fight T V. Um I don't know if there's been any other ones, but I mean there's there's several different ways to go about it. So how did you guys end up settling on Fight
2: T V? Um politically correct answer. Um, <laughs> um, you know, so so we'll we'll I'm not um, trying to put we, you in any, any holes. No, I, you, you'll get to know me and Jack knows me and I know Jack's whole family for a while that they, I, I usually shoot you straight right and I'm going to tell you what I feel. Um, you, you know I, I feel like we, we needed I, I don't want to do what everybody else does right I'm always going to be against the grain a little bit. And I know there was a fight TV card back uh, they were really the first ones that, that, that came about the card and their model you know I, I really believe that their model' is a good model uh, they're good people. They're, they're, they're not in it to, to break the bank per se for anybody. Um, they just want it. They they want content and they want good content and, and they're, they're easy to work with. Um, you know, and of course, you know, Rockfin, I, we, 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 really like the model. We have a, We have a Tar Heel wrestling club channel that does really good. Um, but, but you know, it, it's a different, it's, it's a completely different model. If you, if you break it down, that's more of a, an investment style model which might pay off in a year, two years when everything sort of starts with with the cryptocurrency and, and all that. So so we were looking for something more short, short term in the beginning. And then we, we, we will transition to have some Rockfin events, you know, because this isn't going to be our only event as we progress through this. Um, you know, so, um, you know, long story short, we, we, we felt like Fight TV was the best, best area and the best, you know, sort of platform for us and what we were looking for. Um, we're, we're really looking to to make this model I, I i really believe that that rtc's continue to do a model like this they can actually you know generate a little bit of funds where it's not just an ask all the time and it actually have a monetary value when w- with what you're doing uh and, and putting a good product on the mat um you, you know and so that's really what we're looking at is really to to raise awareness for target wrestling club for unc and really generate a little bit of uh, money for for the club, uh, in essence, is, is the way that we're looking at it.
0: Yeah. Um, and I know, uh, so I'll be, you know, commentating there, which is going to be awesome. Uh, I had the, the meeting with Fight TV earlier to kind of like hear about, you know, what, what to do, how it goes, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, it, it really hit me. Like I talked to Tony a little bit before and, you know, it's, if you did the Rockfin channel, right, that's the one I was kind of thinking that you guys were going to go yeah. because you obviously have the Rockfin channel. Um, so that's why when I said that question I wasn't meaning it to be any kind of weird way uh but I mean there's a big difference from you guys having to produce it yourself and having fight come in and professionally do it right because he was talking uh in the meeting earlier and just talking about you know oh we'll have all these cameras set up and this camera is
2: movable and this one's this yeah like I mean I can't imagine you heard what I've heard and um I, I don't understand what they're talking about. I'm going to be honest with you. It's over my head, right? And it's a, it's a field I don't really – I don't know enough about to, to just jump into. Um, you know, and, and I really – you know, just with the, the pay-per-view model, I, I really believe that, you know, we're not looking to break the bank for anybody. We're not looking to, you know, set records. We, we know that, you know, we, we are what we are, at, at, you know, in, in the sport of wrestling, right? But, but we really feel like um, – you know like you said if we you know and i feel like with fight tv we can kick this thing off for our first one and, and the production value will be very high when it's viewed on uh, on uh, pay-per-view and that that's our that's our goal right and, and that was the idea of having you you know a, a very knowledgeable person you know to to uh, be involved with it and earl smith coming down from the open mat and you know really having these these guys that that know the sport and love the sport you know because because this is about getting matches for our guys about raising awareness for us, uh, you know, you know, so a, a, as you said, like I, I, the production thing, I, I know nothing about, right. And I don't even want to begin to understand it. So we might as well partner with somebody. And if this kicks off the right way, then it'll be a long-term partnership uh, is, is what we're thinking. You know, uh, Rockfin, we would have had to do a little bit more work on our end. Uh, and again, we're wrestling coaches. You know, Tony knows a lot more than I do about this stuff, but but it, it, we're we got a lot of time we need to spend with the team. Right, so we couldn't dedicate everything to that, and and so we we really feel like this is a, a way to kick it off. And if we transition that way, we might you know um, just really depends on on where this this leads us. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think like with the Rockfin model, there, at some point there's going to be a a max amount of subscriptions, right? Because uh, the Nittany Line Wrestling Club brought so many over, Wisconsin brought so many over, and then at what point does no one make any more money yeah so the pay-per-view it, makes sense from my and that
2: was, that's the idea right and uh, you know we would get views which which is great but you want the new subscriptions that's where that's where it becomes a fundraiser type thing for your club right um and as you just said we're not the first to the show um and we knew that so so we really have to take another another uh you know approach to the model and you know, in, in a couple months, we will have uh, complete ownership of the videos, and we can cut them up and put them on Rockfin, and still get the viewership. You know, won't won't be as high as it was at the beginning, but we'll we'll still get viewership down the road. And I look as Rockfin is an investment. It's not it's not an immediate here's here's a cash uh, thing that you get right. And the pay per view model to me is really you know, and if you look at all the sports down the down you know that have made it big with the UFC and boxing, of course they're on a way different level than us, right? But they this is where they started right they started with small pay-per-view events that that people started buying now it's 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 really unfathomable how, mu- how much money they make because of and, and they've stuck to that model you know so I, mm-hmm. I really believe this is the model that wrestling you know we, we, we've got a value on our sport that, that people don't really look at and, and we've got our you know I'm a wrestling fan I've bought every pay-per-view that's been on TV uh, this year uh, and, and I'm sure you guys have as well because yeah. we're wrestling people. Right and Mm -hmm. and I want to watch it and and that that's the idea of it. You know, I I enjoy watching wrestling, so I I I'm gonna buy. If it wasn't us here, I would buy the pay per view no matter who it was to watch it. Um, you know, and that's sort of the idea of it.
0: Yeah, and it's like one last logistical question I'm thinking of that I'm actually ask you about the matches and everything. Um, you know, obviously people have tried to do this for a while, right? People have tried to do Mm -hmm. these different kind of professional wrestling cards, um, but it seems like it's actually working this time right and part of it is obviously that you know people have nothing but uh but time right now or at least in the last you know six months but it it really does seem to be catching on seems like it's something that's going to be staying so my question is you know with college wrestling ramping up how do you see it going like is it going to be kind of something that's like kicked to the rtc and the rtc kind of does in the background while? the college wrestling season's going on? Or is it something that maybe like shuts down during college season, ramps up in the off
2: seasons? Um, I, know, what do you see? I think it's gonna ramp up in the off seasons, right? And so, you know, we can't kid kid ourselves. This country loves high school and college wrestling, right? I think us three on here would, would, would all agree that if there's an elite level match, we're all gonna watch it. If it's a senior level match, we will watch it, right? But the general fan Loves high school and college matchups, right? That's why the NCAA tournament's sold out every year. That's why high school state tournaments are sold out every year. Um, And and to get those college kids, it's really going to have to be the offseason, right? And and to make some, you know, down the road, really intriguing matchups in the college world, right? Offset and weights, you know, 25 versus 33, and, you know, those those type of things. It's going to have to be in the offseason. I really see, you know, for for us per se, you know, I would love to do. It's, it's going to be our, our season so jammed that it's going to be hard to throw one of these in on a normal year, right? Everybody's throwing them in because, shoot, we ain't got nothing else to do right now, uh, with, with competition wise, right? But on a normal year, you got sixteen weigh-ins, you got sixteen dates. You're you're pretty much whole season from November to March is full, right? So I really see this from a from an uh, April until August thing. Right. But there's a lot of fillers. You know, there's a lot of time, you know, where if you're on the international scene or you're a college kid, college, a lot of college kids don't compete that time. Right. And if you're on the international scene, you wrestle in the world team trials. If you don't make the team, you might get one more tournament before the next fall. Right. This, this will really alleviate that gap, is at least my mindset of what we can do. You know, it'll be about April to mid August, is what I would project of where these matches sort of start piling in um you know i i I think it's good for our sport you know i really think it's helped growing i I think you mentioned it about it seemed to take off right now right but i think that the model's a little bit different right for all of us rtcs um you know now flow's throwing some money out right but but throwing a bunch of money out you know up front we're not making a ton of money i'm going to be on there's there's very little money especially on the first couple, right? You're, you're breaking yeah. even and making a little bit, right? Um, you know, so us RTCs are getting our, our, our guys to wrestle in it, right? Which, which it's part of their deal to wrestle in it. And, and in sense, you know, we can actually make a little bit of money, right? Cause if not, if you're paying $200,000 out or 20, you know, twenty thirty thousand $30,000 out, it's hard to even make any money, you know? So I really think that it's going to move to the RCC of what, what Wisconsin's doing, what Penn State's doing. Um, you know, there, there's multiple of them now, but, you know, I really think that that's the model. You know, and we can host ours, and you know, we're bringing eight Rutgers guys down, because we made a call to them, and uh, they were willing to, to sort of partner with us in this deal, and um, you know, create a lot of these matchups. And that was huge to us, you know, getting one school all on board, right? And this will be back and forth, right? If somebody called us and said, we need eight guys, and this is what we can do for you, absolutely you know we're, 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 we're willing to take that risk at the front end on our when we host it and we're willing to help somebody else else out as well
0: yeah no for sure um it, it, i mean it's gonna be fun to to see these moving forward and especially like you said kind of re- reciprocated right so like if ruckers host their own then maybe you guys go back up there um, absolutely yeah i mean it's really gonna be fun to see see this evolve right uh, but i want to ask you a couple of a couple questions about the actual card itself coming up, right? Because I think the first thing that stood out to me was the fact that you guys actually have a women's match as the headliner, right? So that's mm-hmm. the first. You know, I say first ever, like it's been around for forever. These cards have have not been around for a long time, but even within you know the you know what eight cards or however many there's been, yeah. there hasn't ever been a, a woman's headliner, and so you guys are the first to do that. Um, you know, where did that idea
2: how did that come into being um some people talk about it and some people do things you know and and you know here you know with tony and myself and jamel and gary and um we we support women's wrestling i've coached the women's world team the last two years we've got uh, full-time athlete training here um you know and, and for us it just made sense right it, it, it we see you know I, I think supporting women's wrestling supports wrestling right? It's not one or the other. It supports wrestling. Um, you know, and for us, it was more about just, you know, showcasing good wrestling, you know, and we, we, we had it, we got a matchup we wanted, uh, Macy trains here full time. Um, you know, and, and with Emma, Emma first call we made and Emma said, Emma Brundle said, yeah, I'm in, you know, and I know our coach pretty well and Sam and, 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 uh, you know, they were pumped about it and we said, we didn't even tell them at the first, first half that they would be the, the, main, the main event of it. And they were all in no matter what, um, you know, but, but I, I think it's just, you know, we, we, need, to, we need to support wrestling in general and, and supporting women's wrestling and helping it grow will only help our sports, especially at the division one level uh, in, in college, you know, and, and the more, more programs that can do this, um, I, I really think that it will help us in general. Um, not not getting programs dropped, being able to add programs. I really think that having a counterpart in the Title IX uh, area will help us tremendously. Uh, and so this is a progression towards that um, in, in in our mind. You know, so so we're really looking at, you know, we've talked about it, and you know, we've sent an open letter about girls applying to you know school and getting in, and we can help you and put you on the roster and be a part of the RTC. And you know, this is just one of those steps in the process. And, and You know we're excited about it you know I I think that it's at the beginning we didn't think too much about it we sort of just did it and said hey this is what we should do and you know we ran with it and about a week later our our phones and our emails were blown up I can't believe you guys that's freaking awesome and this and that and we we never really thought it would go down that route you know and and so um, it was really just something that we thought needed to be done you know and so and so we, we ran with it
0: yeah no, I mean, I was super excited, you know, like you're saying, when I saw it because, like you said, people have been talking about it for a long time. You know, it's been years people have been talking nobody about it. Nobody's done it. it and nobody but nobody's done it. Yeah.
2: You know, they talk about it and they say, oh, they aren't a draw, they aren't this, right? And, you know, that that's not the point of this card. The point of this card, you, you know, I think we'll get the same as average fans as all these other eight cards that you got that, that that we've seen, right? I think that the point is that we're going to have good matchups and, you know, they're headlining because they're good wrestling. That's it.
1: Yeah, I watched their match at Senior Nationals uh, earlier yeah. today, and it was it was a bar and burner. It came down to the end, so I'm excited to see the rematch.
2: Absolutely, and that was, you know, a, a course, of course, this was about a making an intriguing matchup, right? It wasn't about men or women. It was an intriguing matchup, you know. Yeah, and Emma sure. get to the end, And, and that was – Macy, of course, was, you know, pissed off about it when she came back, and I, we asked her, who do you want Emma, – Emma Brunnell? I, 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 and we made the call and she goes and she literally we text her and her coach and they said absolutely and i'm like this is what wrestling needs they're willing to lay it on the line they're not just talking about it you know they want to wrestle you know yeah. so i agree yeah. i
1: think that this summer has opened my eyes to a lot of people that are willing to talk but not willing to, to go out and
2: scrap that's right I don't know. that's right no you're 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 hundred percent right you know I never lived in the mindset of that you know i I, I strapped up for zero dollars my whole career right we didn't have any money matches we didn't have anything so if i was if I was strapping up it was it was just for pride um, yeah. you know and that's that's really what you know we need to get to a little bit you know for our country because it doesn't hurt our country it doesn't hurt to wrestle these these matches right and especially you know we've seen it you know the jb zahid match right great match right like i i was in in tune and enthralled in the match and talking about it with my buddies before it and after it um you know that stuff needs to happen for our sport not not just for us to for our viewers to enjoy but for our sport i think it grows
0: yeah 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 no, for sure um and like you said i mean there's so many other great matches on the card too right and not only great matchups, but there's cool storylines i mean i didn't even realize i am embarrassed to say but I, I didn't realize that kennedy monday and uh mitch Feinsilver have
2: wrestled before right acc semi-final yeah, yeah. one seven and they wrestled in a dual meet that year um you know so they've wrestled a couple times yeah so like i
0: mean you got guys like that you got um the guy from russia okay you're gonna have to tell me how to say his name
2: uh i really don't want to mess that one up but coming over and wrestling jamie hernandez that's gonna be a cool one yeah, you know, just different matchup. We, when we contacted Rutgers, they said, hey, we got this guy. And, and we said, we got the guy for him. What's he weigh? And all we did was say, you give us guys, tell us what they weigh, we'll find matchups, right? And Rutgers, uh, Scott Goodell and Pollard and, and that whole staff, lot they've been great to work with. We just we're, – we're on the same boat. We need matches. We think this is great for the sport. And we literally just sent each other, hey, we've got this guy that weighs 200 pounds. Who you got? You know, and, um, and that's how we made all these matchups, you know, for the most part of it, for eight of them, you know, so. That's, so yeah, cool. that's a
1: good model for teams that have their season canceled, you know, like go it, it, have RTCs, go do an RTC duel. Um, that's right. When you're not involved with the
2: university. You, you know, and, you know, I, uh, Tony probably be pissed off that I say it, but, you know, and you, we're looking to get Cornell down here the second week in January for an RTC duel, right? Because they, they don't have a season this year. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're looking to make some very intriguing matchups with their Spartan RTC and, and our RTC. So, um, you know, I, I'm sure Jacob, Tony will talk to you prior to the duel. Cause I think he was wanting to, you know, break some stuff, you know, that, that night and, you know, with matchup wise, yeah. if we can get some stuff nailed down. But, but again, like you said, Jack, that's, you know, this stuff needs to happen because, y- y- you know, those guys not getting matches is doing disservice to wrestling. You know, we need to step up the people that can wrestle and, and host these guys and make sure that they get some quality matchups, you know, and, and, and because it's it's good for our sport, right? We can't be selfish in that sense. We we are one at the end of the day. And uh, you know, without these without the Ivies and without this, if they don't have these matchups down the road, you know, they won't wrestle this year. And that's not good. That's not good for them. It's not good for the sport. Well, mm-hmm. I think
0: it's such a cool thing that like for me, it's kinda like that when you're in high school and you have a dual meet right it's like the the jv and then the varsity mindsets but flopped right so we're used to like jack says like a lot of people kind of shine away from these big matches right that's like the the varsity matchups you're like oh i don't want to bump up this guy because i want to protect his record or whatever versus the jv matches like i'm a coach i go over there i'm like hey man who you got like let's just throw them together who's your best dude let's throw these guys together
2: you know and my guys were so dang excited i mean i got a couple guys that are i don't know 10 pounds under the weight that we told them. And they're like, I don't care. I don't care. I want, I want to wrestle. I didn't wrestle since February, March. I want to wrestle. And I'm like, perfect. And they're like, we do it every day in practice. Who cares? You know, it's just a match. It, it's not, you know, against their record. It's not, you know, and so, you know, that was exciting to me that we had guys, you know, begging us for a match and we just, some of them we couldn't get just cause it was, you know, injuries and this, you know, cause we, you know, when it first started, uh, with Rutgers, we had a couple more very, very interesting matches. You know, before before we really went down, you know, some injuries and some other stuff. Um, you know, we we had you know the O'Connor Ashnault match, which we were were was going to be pretty cool, and the the Sherman and Sebastian Rivera match that you know was going to be awesome. So, you know, we had a couple things. You know, with COVID and with injuries, you know, derail some of it. But we're still pumped about what we got and, and who's going to you know perform and sort of lay it on the line. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh,
0: for sure. Um, i, I got to ask you, too, about – obviously, we talked about the uh, the main event with Macy and Emma, um, but also there's an awesome co-main event, too, right? You got you said yeah. that, you know, Ashnault, for injury reasons or whatever, had to pull out, but um, you replaced him with a, a two-time NCAA champ, Dean Heil. So O'Connor mm-hmm. versus Dean Heil, um, you know, where did that idea come from? Did it is it just because Heil's down at Campbell and it's kind of a, a easier match to get but also – I mean,
2: he's one of the top guys you know, in the game. No, he's you know he's at Navy now with Kerry. Colat, uh, okay. Colat texted me and, and just said, "How versus O'Connor? What do you think?" Um, and, and you know, after the Ashnal thing fell out and a couple other guys, and I, you know, that we, you know, and I, I wasn't, you know, we were, we were taking request just sort of trying to get Austin a match. We really wanted him on the card, and um, when he said it, I texted back and I said. Uh, I'm in. And a a minute later, Dean texts me and he said, Hey, what, what do I'm in? What, what's the, what's the deal? Um, I told him everything and he said, okay, sounds great. I need a match. And, and, and I was like, this is too easy, right? This is, um, this is awesome. You know? So, you know, I've known Dean for a long time, you know, I coached him at Oklahoma state a little bit and, you know, for those first, first couple of years and, um, great kid and, you know, no known carry for a long time. So, you know, another, another group that just is willing to lay it on the line you know, and Dean didn't ask any questions. He didn't care the weight. he didn't care, you know, money. He didn't care anything. He just said, I want to wrestle. Um, and, you know, for us, that was that's awesome. You know, that's what we what were looking for, you know, and, and what better is, you know, you got a two time national champ, you know, yeah. you know, and, and against Austin O'Connor, who's chasing his first title, you know, and he's still in college. So, um, you know, I, I think that it's it's a very cool and intriguing matchup. Like you said, you know, very different styles um you know of course dean was a 41 pounder and awesome 49 so a little bit of different weights but you know now now like like we said these guys are they're not just talking about it, they're about it you know they want to wrestle and and so it's it's uh it's fun for us to really just host this thing and you know and, and really i'm excited for our guys to lay it on the line
0: yeah no um i mean it's gonna be a great event and you know i got a couple more questions for you and i'll let you go uh, I got to ask about the college season, right? Because it's kind of coming up on us. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you guys announced your first match is actually going to be against Campbell at home on January 1st. Um, you know, how is the season looking? Because last time I talked to you, you know, we kind of talked maybe like eight to 10 dual matches, conference, NCAAs. Yeah. Is that still the plan
2: and, and how is the season looking? So we'll, we'll have um, really seven total weekends of dual meets, right? So we'll have Campbell and then we'll probably do that Spartan RTC the second weekend. And then we'll run right into our conference schedule. So we'll have five straight weeks of conference. And I really believe that the ACC has come up with a, a, a great model. Um, and, and so with every conference dual meet, we'll travel with more than our 10 starters, um, you know, and, and we'll be able to wrestle some extra matches rather after the dual or the next day, create a little bit of round robins or something. Uh, Cause we know what the testing protocol is for every ACC school. We, we know that we're all going to be negative uh, COVID negative and all that stuff. So, um, you know, we, we we really limit our travel uh, per se, and and we protect ourselves. But as well as get, we'll probably get, you know, I think ten to twelve matches uh, throughout the year, which is, you know, on a normal year very low. But on this year, I think it's going to be average or high. You know, and um, you know, I, I I you know, I I really think you know, getting to that ACC, you know, you're going to have tough matches, of course, in the door. Like it's 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 a no brainer. Every match you're going to have is is going to be a grind of a match and. Uh, plus, you'll get some extra matches that are just as good because there's some depth in the ACC, um, you know. So we're we're sort of excited, you know, about just really getting something on paper. Um, I'm hoping it should be announced in the next couple of weeks of really what the the set schedule is. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll probably get seven weekends at dual we'll meets, weekend off right into ACCs, and then a couple of weeks off right into national tournament. So limited, but again, it is what it is. It's COVID year. So you got to do, you got to sort of do with what you got.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, it sounds like you guys are adapting really well. And, you know, just being able to get in,
2: (laughs) being able to get in 10 to 12 matches is
0: is an impressive feat with everything that's going on right now. Um, Mm -hmm. Jack, do you have anything
1: else before I I ask my last question? No, I I just think it's cool how the ACC, I mean, it seems like from what I've talked to with Garland, y'all jumped on it right away and uh, you got it done. And uh, I don't know, I just think that's cool. Uh, Great, great conference to be in for sure.
2: Absolutely. We want to be leaders, not followers, right? We, we, we've got to quit being in our sport we're we're guilty of this as being reactionary to everything rather, rather than anticipate anticipating what's going to happen. And, and, you know, is it a little bit risky sometimes? Absolutely. But the risk takers usually get the biggest reward at the end of the day right and and that's what we're looking to do as a conference and as schools you know and it's it's nice being a a small conference in essence we all sort of can get on the same page and and agree to something it's not this massive conference and uh but but Mm -hmm. as as jack as you know it's a it's it's a tough conference right there's no easy out uh no matter who you're wrestling
0: for sure Sure. absolutely not i mean six schools doesn't really say anything about the the talent level right I, i i've said several times i think the acc is you know the the second toughest conference in college wrestling right now right there with the big 10 um but you know you guys it, it's it's been awesome to watch you're, you're being you're very innovative and uh, i love seeing the you guys put the women first and really making that statement being the first people to to put that out there um but you know my last question i gotta ask um what's up with all your dudes getting cornrows
2: I, I ain't i ain't got none <laughs> you know that's the a- that's a that's a COVID thing. That's a COVID thing. You know, they they let their hair grow. They passed the new rule in college. They ain't got to shave a beard. They they can they can let their hair grow. So they all just let it grow. Uh, that was little a enough, little <laughs> do they know. As soon as they wrestle, they're it's a disaster. Their hair looks like <laughs> yeah. so it lasts one day. One day uh, is what I give it. You know, they 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 it looks all good when they come in. By the time they leave practice, it's freaking just everywhere. So uh you know it's a short-lived thing for them and i say hey if you're gonna do it do it but because i know it's not gonna last they'll get tired of doing it because they gotta sit there for two two three hours to get it done yeah i had them both on and i asked both clay and
0: austin like does that make you more aerodynamic like special skills like what's the deal because
2: <laughs> they're like just I doing it because they know that they want somebody to say something about it you know and and uh i i like that they do it it gives them a little unique thing you know yeah. it doesn't bother me. Um, I was always one for different hairstyles and, and season you know I had a mohawk I had the bleached hair I had you know the different color hair so for me it gives them an identity you know to, to show that they are against the grain a little bit and, and they're willing to to go out on a limb a little bit and take a risk with something they'd never done um, so I sort of like it you know I sort of I sort yeah. of like it in that sense um, you know it, it shows the individuality that they have you know and not just gonna. I'm going to be clean cut and this and that, you know, they don't, they don't have a normal job yet so they can sort of do what they want type of thing. As, as you know, when you get a job, you, you sort of can't do that. Um, you know, so they've got a couple years of freedom and they're using it.
0: Yeah. And no, I thought it was awesome. I it was really cool. Um, cause you know, I saw the first one, then another one popped up. I was like, man, is this just like a team thing? Like, no, it's, it's kind of awesome. No,
2: it ain't a team thing. I'm losing my hair. Right. So I'm, I'm trying to let it grow just to, just to, so it don't thin too much on top yeah
0: all right coach well we got to see you get back on the mat and lace it up one more time but uh nope nope no. i retired for a reason
2: i, I tell everybody Coleman like, I'm
1: bunch reese round with no, me <laughs> run it I, back i
2: retired because i was old <laughs> and i wanted to retire and coach and i told everybody this they're like you're gonna want to come back i said nope nope i'll wrestle you guys one time a week i'll be fine that's my fix i said i love coaching um i retired i'm i'm not in shape i'm i'm overweight um you know then the list goes on and and i enjoy it you know that's the biggest thing and i enjoy it so i'm not getting back into there um i wrestle with the guys i I love doing that but um you know i I told you know i told them i'm retired i I don't need any of that stuff Uh, you know i've i've literally the last time i wrestled i was i was perfectly happy with my career i was you know content with it i had no no guilt no remorse of anything I ever did in my whole competitive career. So um, you know, it's time to time to give back to the sport that gave me everything.
0: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Uh well, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us tonight.
0: Um it, it's been great talking to you, coach.
2: Hey, appreciate it, Jacob. Jack, have a good one. And Jacob, I guess we'll see you Friday. Yeah, I'll see you Friday. See you, coach. All right, have a good one, guys.
0: See you. All right. Um, so that was awesome gotta love talking to the man um man it's it's really cool like you said or or like he said like it's really cool to see them actually back it up right and and not just say you know everybody's been talking forever about about women's wrestling and really like putting it forward but you know they're kind of the first one to actually put it out there and do it you know Mm -hmm. what do you think about yeah
1: I think it's I think it's big, you know. Um, I mean, wrestling is a pride thing. I always told myself I don't do this for, for glory, for, whatever, for fame. I do this for pride, strictly pride, because the way I was ra- raised, it was there was no money in the sport. So, yeah. What what you got to find your why, and it can't be for money, because you're in the wrong place. If that's
0: the case. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Um, and I'm looking forward to the card. I mean. Uh, these matches are gonna be awesome like you said i rewatched that that macy emma match earlier and uh and it was a like you said it was a barn burner you know macy got out to an early what 4-0 lead and then uh Bruntil came back and ended up winning. yeah, um, yeah. we have a, a another surprise guest um that i did not oh tell boy. Jack about so uh we're gonna go ahead and bring him in he can hear us but um going to bring him in, so give me one second. I'm still figuring all this new stuff out. Kennedy, what's, what's up? up? Yo. What's up, man? Yo. How's it going?
3: Good. It's good. All what's right, up, for Jack? everybody
0: listening in, good this stuff, is uh, Mr. Kennedy Monday, not Coleman Scott. I need to take that off there. We just we just got done talking to your coach, and we're excited to talk to you, man. So how's it going?
3: It's good. It's good. Um, just out here in Chapel Hill training. Um, just getting ready for this match on Friday. So. It's real good. Oh, yeah
0: jack had no idea that you were coming on so i i really didn't
1: <laughs> <laughs> i had no nice. idea
0: i didn't know if you nice. guys had any connections or not but i knew uh obviously you know texas guys so maybe something there
1: oh yeah, yeah. kennedy and i were
0: partners when we were three years old oh, yeah. i don't know if you knew that jacob did not i had no idea uh yeah, um,
3: Back yeah. to, to monday days back to yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Awesome. So I, I brought you on. I wanted to like I wanted to ask you a little bit about the the card coming up, and uh, you know what your thoughts on it all is, and, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, when did you first hear about the the Tario Wrestling Club Open that's going on this weekend?
3: Yeah. So uh, I was just getting ready for practice, and uh, Tony Ramos came up to me. and was just like, "Yeah, you want to wrestle?" I was like, "Yeah, man. I've been wrestling, you know, since last season." So um, he came up to me and asked me, and I was like, "I'm all for it." Now I've been trying to get on the card, so here it is. So it's good. Oh, heck
0: yeah, man! Uh, and you got like I—I I told you, coach, earlier. I completely missed this. I don't know how I did, but you've wrestled Mitch Fine Silver before, actually a couple times. So yeah. Uh, yeah, have you been wanting to get that one back, or, or what's the deal with that? Oh match? yeah,
3: so we actually wrestled twice already. Um, we wrestled um, at home here at versus Duke, and then we wrestled him. I wrestled him at ACCs. So, um, I, I lost him both times. So, I was trying to get that revenge match, man. Yeah. So, I yeah. get, get it. Try to get it back. So, it's going to be fun.
1: Yeah. Nice. Y'all are like the two tallest 65 pounders in the country. Oh, so that's going to be interesting. <laughs> he,
3: he actually, I think he wrestled NCAAs. I think he went back down to 50, 57, I believe. No, he, he went back
1: down to 49 because he, yeah. <laughs> he wrestled O'Connor. NCAA, yeah.
3: 49. So. He wrestled O'Connor in NCAAs, yeah. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be sweet.
0: Yeah. Are there man. any matches
1: you're excited about to watch in um, the card?
3: Actually everybody, you know. I like I like yeah. I like the whole card setup, you know, just a bunch of my teammates are wrestling. Um, guys like, you know, Clay Law and A C C champion. Uh we got, you know, Austin O'Connor of course coming in and then um just a bunch of other guys ready to scrap. So we've been training a lot. Uh We've been
0: training pretty hard, so I think we're ready to go. to be yeah. sweet, yeah, no, for sure. Um, what are your thoughts on on the headliner, right? Because we just got time talking with your coach, and he kind of mentioned how you know people have been talking about women's wrestling for a long time and really you know growing the the sport, right? And if women's wrestling is growing, then so is men's wrestling, and so is the sport in general. Um, how did you feel when you found out that that was the headliner and that uh, you know UNC is really being the first one to take that
3: step and put them put themselves out there? Yeah, man. Um, when I first found out, I thought it was awesome. You know, Macy Macy's a great competitor. You know, she trains at the uh, THWC with us. So um, yeah, it's an awesome opportunity for her, and uh, it's an opportunity for you know women's wrestling all around the, around the uh, country. You know, so it's it's good. You know, I talked to her today. Actually, she's fired up. She's ready to go. So it's yeah. awesome. Oh, she, yeah, dude,
0: she's been a killer lately. I had her on the oh, show yeah. and, uh, yeah. like a week ago, uh, talking to her. and, Man, like. I don't know. Like I don't there's a lot of really good competitors in her weight for, you know, the Olympics and all that, but I mean I, I could really yeah. see her doing it. So
3: Yeah, she's young too, man. So she got she had a lot of potential now coming up and you know for sure. Knocking some people off so
1: So yeah. what's training been like getting ready for this and then uh are y'all just gonna train right through um to the season? Or are you gonna get a little time off and then yeah jump started so, again? Um, yeah. or?
3: Yeah, we've been training. We've been training pretty hard, pretty intensely this uh, last couple of weeks. Um, just you know, just 'cause you never know. You know, we ever we actually scheduled for our first uh, duel versus Campbell. Um, I think January first, I believe. So I mean, after this match, we're gonna take some time off and then get back right into it. You know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to Coleman the other day. and He was like, "This is a great opportunity for us." You know, um, but, you know, first of all, to get our weight down. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, just to, uh, you know, to get the reels rolling here, you know, because we haven't had our first, we haven't had any live competition, you know, in a minute. So it's gonna be fun this week.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, a really smart and kind of perfect timing for you guys just to, because you can take a little time off and then jump back into it and uh, yeah. see what you need to work on before the season, you know, runs
3: right. around the corner. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be, It's a good, it's a good thing for us just to uh just for the season as well you know just get ready get it get because it our first our first match is coming up soon so we'll be re- we'll be ready
0: yeah now how do you feel about uh, about freestyle because obviously you know I don't know how much you've actually wrestled freestyle since you've been at Carolina but um, you know obviously got it in the background so how do you feel about getting back into freestyle match
3: yeah so um I've been wrestled freestyle actually and you know since U 23s um, I think it was back in twenty. 20- Seventeen or eighteen? I don't, I don't believe. I, I can't recall. But uh, yeah, I took fourth at U twenty threes there, and that was the last freestyle competition that I, I, you know, I did. So it's it's good. I've been training freestyle. With, um, I've been with my dad and uh, Jordan Oliver, so I've been uh, keeping up with those guys, and it's been awesome just working right working now with those guys, and uh, yeah, it's it's good. You know, freestyles, freestyles. I think freestyle is more fun than pole style for me, just because you know you get throw people on their heads.
1: yeah
0: for sure you guys like it's seriously an embarrassment of riches the coaches you guys got over there I mean obviously you know your dad won an Olympic gold medal and then you have Jamil coming in Olympic silver medal Coleman bronze you know a a plethora of NCAA champions Um, and I mean it's just incredible and they're also they're all kind of like a middleweight so they can all kind of go with anybody you know oh yeah. Um, yeah man so like do you wrestle with any of those coaches more than any of the other ones
3: Um, yeah, I wrestle wrestle JL a little bit. I'm kind of, I'm a little big for him a little bit right now just because he's he's getting ready for that, uh, that, um, eight-man bracket, but, uh, yeah, I wrestle JL, I wrestle, um, Coleman sometimes steps in there with me. He, uh, he's sometimes scared to, you know, roll with me a little bit, just a little bit bigger than him, but (laughs) other than that, no, I, uh, I wrestle, yeah, mostly JL. I think JL, JL's a good look for me. Um, we go you know sometimes but yeah it's really really how is
0: it training with him because like he's just I mean he's a character he's awesome Like, oh, yeah. he seems like an awesome dude to hang out with and in the yeah. room seems just like a beast so I mean how's yeah, it being around so him he
3: actually, yeah he's actually like really cool outside Like outside the mat you know just uh, I you know look up to him like in a way in a wrestling way you know and outside the mat too he's a good guy um you know, I pick up from him. I pick up from his techniques, his wrestling. He's such a master of the sport. You know, what I mean, just uh, you know, just breaks everything, everything down for me, and it, it's it's really cool for him to have him around. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Sorry, Nick, I catch up, Jack. No, no, I just
1: my experience with Jo. I only had one, and uh, we were at the OTC, and I was just uh, walking down the hall. And he like said, Hey Mueller It was like something, something and I was like, Jayo just said my name. Like JO just said my name. <laughs> like, said my name. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, definitely seems like an awesome dude. Um, oh yeah. But that was yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. no, for sure, man. And I'm I'm so pumped to to be a part of this thing. I don't know if you know I'm gonna be commentating with Earl. So
3: okay.
0: dude, I, I'm so so excited for it. It's gonna be awesome. Um, what do you think about the co-main right i asked you about the main event but the co-main is right. going to be austin o'connor and dean house what are your thoughts on that
3: yeah man austin he i mean it's going to be a great match first of all you know austin and dean are two great competitors and uh you know austin you know i, I sometimes grab him in the room you know he's i'm a little bit, too, bit bigger than him too as well but austin's he's just he's a grinder man you know he'll it's definitely gonna be a grinding match you know what i mean he uh he's that type of guy just just go. He just goes, and it's, it's 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 really good for me to be in the same room with him and see the way how he works out, and uh, just uh, he's he's a leader. So, you know, I really look forward to him watching him wrestle and get and compete again. So, it's gonna be good.
0: How's how's it being in that front head? Because it it I mean it looks just like an awful time.
3: Yeah. Uh. He uh. You know, it's just he like. He does one of those things where he like covers your mouth, you know. He try to get that front head, you know. It's it's not fun, you know. I don't I don't really wrestle him that often, but um, you know when I do, yeah, it's, that front head is. I just really just stay away from it, you know. I don't I don't really get in there, you know. Yeah. But not for sure, yeah.
0: And you know we're we talking to your coach before um, he mentioned the Spartan RTC probably coming down uh, in January, right? So oh yeah. Uh, that's gonna be pretty cool. And do you think you're gonna get a chance to wrestle in that event?
3: Oh yeah. You know, every every shot, you know, I get to wrestle, I'm gonna take. You know, either where it's like our card or their card. You know, I'm I'm here for anything, and I'm ready to compete. You know, um, I've been off for about since NCAA's were canceled, and so now I'm ready just to uh, strap it up and get after it. So,
0: That's awesome. yeah, man. Um, yeah. What about you know this upcoming season? obviously it's going to be a shortened schedule your coach you know uh, coach scott said maybe like 10 12 matches going into accs ncaas um you know what's your outlook on this season This kind of shortened season and it's also your last year so
3: you yeah. know what are
0: your your thoughts emotions how are you feeling going into this this final run
3: um you know my uh my emotions are kind of effy you know just kind of bittersweet just because it's my last year but I also you don't know, want to move on to the next next level so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of maybe done with college wrestling. I don't know. We'll see if I have that extra year of eligibility left and then, uh, we'll go for, we'll talk to my coaches and go from there. Uh, this season, you know, it's, I know it's going to be short, but, uh, it's, you know, if, if NCAAs does happen and I become a national champion, you know, I'm, I'm not going to complain about that, you know? So it's going to be, it's going to be great. Uh, and I hope, I hope the season does, you know, go forward. You know, I don't, we don't really know for sure now, but, uh, I really hope it does, so it's so gonna be good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I completely forgot about the, the extra year, right? You, you might, or you yeah. have an extra year if you want it. So is that something that you've even thought about or like, how's that go? Yeah,
3: Um. so I definitely have thought about it. You know, I'm Not. I haven't talked to my coaches or anything about it, but uh, I definitely have to sit down, talk to my family after this year and uh, see how this year goes, you know? Um, if we do, if we don't have a season, doesn't matter, but uh we'll see. Um I, uh, I might, I don't know. I might look into some other. I might look into some. I might wrestle. Might look into MMA. Uh I mean, we'll see. We'll see where where it takes me. You know. Yeah, you know, I love wrestling. Uh, that's that's where my heart is. But that didn't work out. You know, MMA does. Is seems pretty fun for me. You know. So.
0: There we go. I'm down to see you punch some people in the face. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I
0: know Jack's oh, a yeah. big MMA guy.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah? Dude, I got my, my MMA hat on right now. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I freaking, uh, I worked out with Usman, and then I got to see, like, Jeff Neal work out, and all these guys it was sick. I'm I'm such a really? fan. I was, like, nerding out big time. Oh, um,
0: awesome. Yeah, it was a blast. I saw the Usman videos like yeah that was kind of crazy because I saw the caption and I looked at it I was like no way that's him like (laughs) oh that's
1: actually him holy crap that's wild yeah that's I can't believe that dude makes 170 it's crazy I know dude I was
3: looking at him I was like no way dude i made 170 this week actually I'm just like
1: wow man he's gotta be like 210 I I kid you not he's gigantic dude he's huge Yeah. really good dude and uh, man if you freaking fight in the mma i'm gonna be front row I'm gonna be oh yeah cheering you oh, on yeah.
0: heck yes yeah. so is that is that the plan like you know after whenever wrestling's all said and done right is that the plan are you looking to go into mma or um do you have any like business aspirations or like what's the plan for you after after uh, college wrestling's done
3: yeah so um my i major in uh, sports marketing i just my last year so I uh, might be marketing you know, work for the nfl NBA team, but uh, if that didn't work out um, my next step is to maybe, you know, wrestle maybe win an Olympic title and then, then um, after that just uh, put the wrestling shoes up and maybe go, go fight a little bit, you know that's that's definitely my ideal, you know, dream you know, to do, so just to win the Olympic gold and then go fight in the MMA but, uh, Well, I hear it runs the in the family
0: Certainly I oh, hear it fair. runs in the family. Did you call me sir? Dude, that's I'm about I said, to what say you life.
3: Like. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no,
0: I said, I hear it runs in the family. The Olympic gold for Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, you know, my dad for sure. sharing you know, it's, it's awesome, you know, just having him in the room with me every day. You know, just going back and him just, like, looking over my workouts and uh, him, you know, teaching me. I still, still learn from him today, you know i've been learning yeah. from him since i was like six years old you know jack jack knows you know he, 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 he oh, yeah since he's little man so it's, <laughs> it's awesome it's awesome for him to be in chapel hill with me and uh to work out with him so just good
0: yeah oh very cool and uh obviously you know speaking of family you have your brother quincy that's wrestling for princeton um yeah. he's got a couple more years left i mean hell i guess he's got three years left or however i don't know i'm losing track all these years man they're just, they only yeah. gave one year out and I can't keep up with it. I, I don't know what it is. Um, but is, is he back in town training with you guys? And, and, you know, how's, how's that training with him? I know I actually teach at Carborough high school, so I get to walk oh, okay. by, yeah, I get to walk by his picture like every single day, That's you know, awesome. when we're actually in the building.
3: <laughs> That's awesome. No, yeah, he, uh, Quincy's he's, once he's back in town, he, uh, he's in Chapel Hill, and it's my, uh, my parents, you know, he, uh, Came back and um, tra- he's training here. He, tra- he trains a lot with J.O., you know, uh, J.O., my dad. So it's good. He's, taking- he's actually taking a gap year. So yeah. uh, he, uh, yeah, he's taking a year off. And then uh, just because I think Princeton can actually just get- got their season canceled.
0: Yeah.
3: So uh, it's, uh, yeah. So I mean, you wanted to take a gap year from this year. And then next year, he'll probably get back in the swing of things.
0: So. And you guys are going to have a combined like 20 years of college.
3: Yeah, I know. <laughs> All the yeah, red I'll be like, I'll, I'm gonna be like 24 in college if I continue wrestling. Hey man, it's be crazy. but uh, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah,
0: it yeah, yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, Jack, you got anything else for for Kennedy before we let him go?
1: No, nah, man. Good luck this weekend. It's always good talking to you. For sure.
3: Thank you guys for having me on. Thank yeah, guys absolutely. Guys. Awesome job.
0: Absolutely, thanks, man. Um, yeah, we gotta have you on again. I, I'll bring you on again, and we'll we'll get a full in depth interview. I got to hear the whole backstory, man. I got all kinds oh, of questions you. for you, but uh, you know, got limited time right now. So, uh, yeah. thanks again yeah, for jumping on, though. Yeah, no
3: problem. Thank you, guys. Thanks,
0: Jack. Thank
3: See you, you
0: Kennedy. Kennedy. See you, man. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, that was awesome, man. I had to had to hit you with a surprise on that one because, like,
1: I don't understand how you knew.
0: I, like, I had no idea that you guys knew each other. My really first
1: didn't. ever wrestling partner. Seriously? Yeah, dude. Dead serious. I was I was three years old, he was three years old and could hardly walk, but we were wrestling. And yeah. uh, you know, we were partners for probably seven, eight years. Um Yeah. Yeah. You know, Coach Monday was my first coach and they're just really good people. Um and uh, without without Kenny Monday, um, you know, I'm not where I am today, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, just,
0: I said it before, the, it's embarrassing how great that coaching staff is over there. Like, it, it's insane. I mean, they have so many mm-hmm. good coaches over there. The accolades are insane. Um, I mean, I, I really want to look into it at some point and see, you know, all the accolades on all the different coaching staffs around the nation and, and see how they stack up because it, it's really hard to believe that there's many coaching staffs out there that have have more accolades than they do
1: yeah that that's gonna be a tough job but um yeah. north carolina is definitely up there in the top top 10 top five yeah no for sure um
0: man so I actually i had no idea how long those interviews were gonna go they they ended up going longer than i thought i thought they were just gonna come on and be like oh yeah answer a couple of questions and and jump off but um obviously you know wrestlers like to talk wrestling so uh and i dude who might have shut them up? I love talking, so I'll do yeah. it all day long. Obviously, we know that. We've we've had several three-hour podcasts, but we're not going to do that tonight. Um, so I, I want to just quickly – we've talked a lot about this Tar Hill Wrestling Club Open. Um, I want to just run through real quick, go through and kind of make our picks. I don't know if you want to make picks or not. Um, but I, I
1: don't want to make picks, but I'd like, for some of the matches, keys to victory. Okay, cool. For yeah, say, so –
0: um, I'm going to, let's just run through the Tar Heel one real quick and then we'll we'll spend the rest of the time on the RTC Cup uh, that we haven't even got a chance to really talk about yet. Uh, okay. So it, I'll just list off these first, uh, was it five matches on the undercard. So the undercard, you got Sawyer Davidson versus uh, Robert Kennard, you got Hunter Queen versus Billy Janzer, Mason Phillips versus Gerard Gerard Angelo, uh, Julian Tag versus Dylan Sawyer, Sauver. I gotta I gotta figure these things out before this
1: weekend. Is I'm sure done. they'll give you a teleprompter or whatever. Yeah,
0: where... and then uh, Josh McClure and Brett, is it Kaliner or Kaliner? I don't know. We're, we're gonna figure it out. Um, but those those undercard matches. Is there any
1: of them that you wanna talk about at all? Um, there's not really a match that stands out to me. I think Mason Phillips, Gerard Angelo is probably the best match on there, um, just based on their high school accolades. Um. But Julian Tag is the guy to see in the undercard. Um, yep. He's going to be a very big stalwart in the UNC lightweights coming in the next few years. And uh, I mean, Animal, um, he didn't really, I think he was in the EAP program with his brother and uh, a few other guys um, training out in the OTC. Um, so he doesn't have the high school state titles or whatever. but. Um, that kid's gonna be a stud, and uh, that's like circle his name on the the undercard, and then of course some boys with with Josh McClure to so go check him out too. Um, he's gonna be fighting for a starting spot next year, um, but I would say watch Julian Tag if you can on the undercard. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. I mean, um, I've talked a lot with the coaching staff, obviously, you know, kind of coordinating stuff with this event and you know if i got that open line of connection of course i'm going to i'm going to pick tony's brain about the lineup um and i know that you know a lot of these guys are, are fighting for starting spots right this is going to be a really cool year where since we have the extra year of eligibility um you know whoever's the best guys getting in right there's no red shirt anything like they're not i mean there's no reason to red shirt right so um it's going to be really fun to see these guys i know True. Um, yeah it, i mean literally anybody it could be thrown in right so it, at any That's school cool. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, for example, guys like, like Julian Tag, right? Julian Tag's a true freshman. It's his first year on campus. Uh, in the real world, in all likelihood, we would have seen him redshirt and we would have seen him next year, right? That He's not going to redshirt this year, right? There's no reason to do that. So you could see him in the lineup and then you could see him redshirt next year and you could see him come back for four more years. Like, it, it it's insane just the, the possibilities, but... Um, you know, guys, like you said, Josh McClure, 157, going to be starting, are going to be fighting for a starting spot. Uh, Julian Tag at 125 is going to be fighting for a starting spot. Uh, I know I've heard a lot of good things about Hunter Queen coming out, uh, maybe around I think 197-ish. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got guys like Sawyer Davidson, Mason Phillips that are also fighting right around that that uh, 57, 65 spot too. So, mm-hmm. it's be fun. But uh, we'll just move on to the main card if you don't got anything else about those dudes. Yeah, I'm good. Let's do it. Cool. So main card. You got to keep me on track, man. I, I, I talk forever. Um, <laughs> y- you know this, like you know this. By I need a shut
1: it. up button. You, shut up, Jacob. <laughs> I've had I have
0: so many buttons. Like there we go. <laughs> that's for that's for uh, you know any uh, profanity it Jack it
1: arguments. Beep, beep.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So main card. All right, the first match is going to be Joe Heilman versus Nicholas Aguilar. Uh, then we got Max Shaw, Jordan Pagano, Gabe Tag, Sammy Alvarez. Uh, you want to go one by
1: one real quick?
0: Yeah, actually, uh, we're going to go one by
1: one, and I completely forgot it, but boom. Oh, dang. So, That's sick. I can't really watch see it, it. Yeah. on my screen, but I got it written down right here. I got my notes.
0: You know what? Good. We, we got to have our <laughs> notes. I tested it out earlier, and I know that the people watching can see it clearly.
1: Oh, so cool.
0: we're good. Um, but yeah, I got pulled up over here too. So let's go one by one, like you said. So first Ooh. one up is going to be uh, Joe Heilman versus Nick Aguilar.
1: Yeah. So I think I got two keys to victory for uh, for these guys. I think Joe Heilman is one of the strongest dudes I ever wrestled at 125. Um, something in that Heilman blood. Because I, I know that people said the same thing about his brother, Troy. Um, use your size, use your strength. Because... Aguilar, on the other hand, seemed like a very small 125 pounder. Um, I don't know what he's been doing in the offseason. Maybe he got bigger. Uh, but from the outside eye, he seemed like a smaller guy. However, I think that he has the more freestyle savviness. Um, very good. I think he placed at Fargo. He might have won it a couple times. Um, you know, I think that, you know, use your freestyle experience because it doesn't matter how big they are if you know how to expose their back and get cheap points here and there. Um, but that's an intriguing matchup um, just to start the night off.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's going to be uh, a very even matchup. I mean, like you said, it's, it kind of evens out because Aguilar might have more of the freestyle experience, whereas Heilman might be the bigger, or is the bigger guy um, because I know, you know, he wrestled uh, 33 last year. And like you said, Aguilar was kind of small for 25. So um they're meeting in the middle, but uh, you know it's gonna be a fun one. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know if I if I want to pick since I'm gonna be there actually doing it. So I might <laughs> I might hold off from picking and uh, and I'll pick for the RTC Cup. Okay. But, yeah Fun one. So next one you got Max Shaw and Jordan Pagano. Uh, Max Shaw is, is another guy um, that I've heard a lot of good stuff about at UNC, uh, fighting for that 197 spot. Um, and then Pagano, obviously of Rutgers. Uh, I think he is there 97.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not very well versed in these weight classes. I know that competition is always good, so it's good to see someone challenging Whitman for that spot. Um, It's only going to make each other better. Um, I'm trying to think if uh, if Pagano, who was the guy that, Scarlet Knight Wrestling Club brought a lot of guys to U23s and juniors, and they had someone win it. I'm not sure if it's him. Um either way, this match, just to see a young guy like Max Shaw come up and, and wrestle and challenge, um, it's going to
0: be exciting. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and then moving down one more, uh, we got another tag. So we got Gabe Tag now. Like you said, you talked about Julian Tag earlier. Uh, both the tag guys are Ohio State champions. Uh, I think Julian won two titles and Gabe won one. Both went through the program over at the OTC um, and uh, both will be freshmen although you know, Julian's a year younger but they're both going to be technically freshmen this year so uh, Gabe Tag is wrestling Sammy Alvarez which I think most people recognize the name uh, he was an All-American this year for Rutgers and you know I have no doubt that even if uh, COVID hadn't gotten rid of the tournament then uh, I think he still would have been an All-American either way
1: so. Bold take from Jacob um, Is it really that bold? I feel like it is uh, uh, he, he was coming make- in at, like, the 10 seed, the 9, 10 seed. You know, I would have to see the bracket, see where he laid out, because sometimes it's just placement. Um, he's definitely good enough. I wouldn't say 100%. However, this is uh, this might be my early pick at uh, match of the night. Um, I think that if there's a match not to miss, it's this one. Um, Gabe Tag has a win over RBY. Um, he's very good at freestyle uh, as he spent a couple years at the OTC with Kevin Jackson. Um, it's going to be a fun one. He's always good. Um, Sammy Alvarez, he wrestled Vito in the flow card. And I think the biggest thing for Alvarez is we all know he's very good at cell. I think he needs to make some adjustments um, in freestyle and stay smart because when you're wrestling a guy that knows what he's doing in freestyle as much as Gabe Tech does, you can really get bit. Um, and so I know his style is kind of wild and crazy and scores on of points, but you gotta, you gotta be smart. Um, I mean, he knows what he's doing. He's professional. Uh, but if it were me, I'd slow it down just a tad, just so I don't Give up exposure on the back end of a shot because you don't want to go 2 too. You want to go, just get your takedown.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know my only my only thought about it is how big is Sammy Alvarez, right? Because obviously, um, he's he's one of the guys that's kind of bigger for the weight class. Uh, but that's going to be extremely cool, and it's going to be fun to see Gabe Tag um, back on the mat freestyle because he's real good at freestyle. Um, so after that we're going to jump down jamie hernandez versus kamal Bekagov from russia um it, you have an actual uh russian wrestler in the card in north carolina um, but yeah jamie uh jamie hernandez the 133 pounder he got second in the acc last year uh what do you see out of this one jack
1: um i mean jamie is very uh also great at freestyle he's uh, but how good is he compared to a a russian you know um you got to stay tight in certain positions and you can't play in uh i would say upper body um and you got to get to your finishes quickly uh when you wrestle a russian you don't want to be hanging around in front headlock. you don't want to be hanging around in ties you got to stay moving stay active i like this weight class for hernandez um I think he's more of a 141 pounder, uh, just the way that he looked at 133. Um, he looked very sucked out, uh, kind of exhausted. Uh, I know that his match with Louie went to the down to the wire and looked like Louis might've been catching him uh, later on. He ended up winning the match uh, and then did better at, at ACC's obviously, but uh, I like him at 143 uh i think that this is the the right weight class for him um, yep. i would say stay confident and don't let the fact that it's a russian get to your brain and just go out and wrestle your match yeah for sure i mean
0: uh these are back-to-back guys that are going to be fighting it out for 133 for unc uh gabe tag jamie hernandez are, are going to be right at the top for for the tar heels Um, The next match is actually A.C. Headley uh, and then your teammate, Nestor Tafur. Is that how you say it?
1: Yeah. All right. So Uh, what about this one? I think that just watching A.C., he's got good doubles. Um, That's kind of his thing. But the issue, I think, is he also goes slow ankles. And if you're going to do that, you can't play the game. You got to go finish quickly. For Nestor, he's very good in counter offense. If he can get to his counter offense, then he can take the match. If AC goes and gets his takedowns quickly, then he can get the match. And I think that whoever dictates dictates the pace after someone gets in on the leg is going to win the match.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I, I I definitely agree with you there. And I think uh, I think AC's Twitter name is actually Got Doubles or his uh, his Twitter mm-hmm. handle too. So um, yeah. Yeah, so next one, uh, a guy that we just got off the phone with, Kennedy Monday versus Mitch Feinsilver. Like I said before, these guys have actually hit twice uh, with uh, Feinsilver winning both of them. Another one of your teammates, Mitch Feinsilver. So uh, what do you
1: see from this matchup? Um, I think this is a very interesting matchup. Um, Kennedy is very good at keeping people at bay. He's super long, um, very tough to score on. And Mitch goes, goes, goes so it's gonna be a major clash of styles and it's just gonna be on can mitch finish or is kennedy gonna uh keep him at bay and then take him down um either way i expect this to be a highly competitive match uh very excited for this one uh whoever dictates the pace is gonna win this match for sure
0: yeah for sure I think the the thing I took away I watched the uh, the ACC semifinal match earlier and uh, Mitch did a lot of wrestling on his knees and so I think that kind of took away you know a lot of things that the Kennedy's good at so it'll be interesting to see if we see anything like that from Mitch or you know if he is more on his feet Um, but after that we're going to jump down uh, another guy friend of the show Clay Lott uh, versus Joe
1: Grillo um, I'm excited to see this one. I couldn't find any freestyle matches on either of them. So I'm going in completely blind here. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I think that I'm just as surprised for this one as, as everyone else. I am excited to see uh, if Lout has jumped levels because um, I think that we were starting to see that at the end of the, the season last year, obviously coming away with being up that. Um, at the ACC championships um, so who knows you know um, I couldn't find any research I tried I'm sorry uh, but I'm excited to see see competitive wrestling here
0: no you're good um I I'm excited to see this one uh, I'm a big fan of Clay Lott I, I think like you said we really saw him come into his own last year I mean he wasn't even really projected to be the starter and then King goes down he jumps in and he wins an ACC title Right? And people, if you listen to my earlier podcast with him, uh, should know that uh, Lott actually was was you know not doing the best when he first got to UNC. And then he actually stepped away from the sport and didn't think he was coming back. And then uh, made the decision to come back and, and won an ACC title. So I think it's all uphill from here, and I'm excited to see him compete. Uh, but past that, the next match is going to be another fine silver. We have uh, Mitch's younger brother, Matt. So Matt Feinsilver um, is the 174-pounder for Duke right now, and he's going to be taking on uh, CJ Brucky of the NJRTC. So
1: what about this? So guy? this is a rematch from the 2019 U.S. Open um, where Feinsilver won 10-4, to 4, um, and I watched the match, and it's very similar to what I said earlier about AC Headley and guys who are good on offense. CJ Brucky constantly got to it, low ankles over and over again. And every single time, fine Silver scored. He scored eight points off of tilt. He scored two points off of a go-behind. So what does Brucky need to be doing? He needs to be getting to his finishes quickly, keeping his head up and not sitting. I know it. sometimes it seems like you get to a shot and it's like, oh, I got here, sweet. No, you gotta go, head up, back straight, hips in, get it out, pop your head out, get your takedown, and then maybe relaxed personally I'd say go for a turn um, but th- I think both of these guys have gotten a lot better especially Brookie I think the, the change in his wrestling in the past year and a half um, has been exponential uh, under Reese Humphrey and uh, I think we're going to see a very very competitive match here
0: yeah no for sure uh, it's going to be a fun one to watch. I know that Matt's done a lot of training in the offseason. He actually went over to the OTC and was training you know, with guys like Jaden Cox out there. So uh, it's going to be fun to see him back and what training with guys like Jaden Cox and other guys out at the OTC is going to do to his game, especially in freestyle. Um, but then we're going to hit our co-main event of the evening, which is uh, Austin O'Connor versus Dean Heil, right? Austin O'Connor. Um, a two-time all-american and you know if COVID hadn't hit he could have very possibly been a national champion last year Uh, he was the number two seed and uh, Dean Heil of course won two national titles at Oklahoma State so um, what do you what do you see in this this is a monster matchup this is awesome I mean you got a guy that uh, we could easily be looking at national champ versus national champ here if COVID wasn't a thing
1: yeah I mean I think that we'll look back on this match and we Probably will see national champ national champ. I, um, I don't really doubt the fact that Austin O'Connor has the ability to win a national title. Um, and I think that the big thing is just wrestle like him. Um, his pace is very high, uh, extremely high. Two of the worst matches I ever watched were him versus two UBA guys, and it was just so ugly, man. It's it stunk. Uh, very very hard to have pride in my school <laughs> after those matches um but i think that the a huge clash of styles dean's very defensive very good at defense o'connor on the other hand is constantly scoring constantly shooting uh, constantly on your head so how dean weathers a storm and makes offense of his own is going to be critical for him to win this match um and i think that's the difference right there whoever whoever can dictate the pace and wrestle the, their match whoever can slow the other guy down or make the other guy speed up
0: yeah i will say uh i've definitely definitely gained some fandom hearing coach uh coach scott talk about dean Heil and his uh just just wanting to take the match right uh i guess kolak called down and was like hey what about this match and Heil didn't care anything about the logistics was just like yep i'm in let's go um so i'm definitely definitely uh Ticked up a little bit on my on my fan meter for that, um, as Jack knows how I usually swing with that. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know, just not a huge fan of him in folk style. Um, I I would have liked. He's just one of those guys where I thought he had so much more offense, but he just he kind of got ahead and, and held on, and then we got the danger rule out of a, It's it's the danger Dean High rule. It's got to be. Um, but
1: yeah, yeah, but it, it's uh, George D Camillo got cost a title because of it. So. <laughs> it's
0: the danger dean Hile rule it, 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 that's what it is the danger rule um but yeah so that's gonna be an awesome match i'm looking forward to that one that's gonna be really cool to kind of see where austin o'connor is on the the freestyle scene right because we know where he is on the ncaa scene he's a national title contender um uh, but in freestyle you know dean is one of the guys on the ladder that's that's been doing really good lately so we're, we're gonna get to see where exactly o'connor is on that ladder um but that leads us to our main event of the evening, which is the first ever women's match to headline a card. It's going to be awesome. I'm so, I'm so jacked that, that they did this. They finally somebody pulled the trigger and put the women first. Um, I think it's well deserved, and, and not only is it well deserved in the sense of women's wrestling getting that spot, uh, these two competitors are well deserving of this main event. Uh, I mean, they are two of the best in their weight class, two that are going to be fighting for a spot on the Olympic team, as well as you know U23 and junior teams. So. Uh, what are your thoughts on this matchup?
1: Um, I really like it. Uh, I watched uh, watched their match uh, from Senior Nationals in 2019, and it was very close. Came down to the, to the last minute or so, until 1-6-4. Um, and, you know, I've got a few keys to the matchup. What I want to say first is I really like how this match is the main card, and both of these girls are young. Um, yeah. They're up-and-comers, and they have Great potential out of. It. Um, I think that you see this a lot in the UFC. They'll build up the prospects, right? So I think it's really cool that the first main card for a woman or for women is uh, you know two young girls that are that are two young women that are going to go after it. You know, um, get their names out there, get more recognition towards women's wrestling. I think that that is a very smart way to start it. Um, obviously, I want to see. Tamira versus Adeline at some point in my life, but <laughs> I guess I'll have to wait. Uh, but I think it's very good. I think it's very good for, for women's wrestling. Um, so the keys to the matchup. Macy Kilty, I watched her probably 30 minutes today. I saw her get into, I wanna say 10 to 15 single legs. I didn't see her not finish one. 100% finish rate when she gets into her single leg. And I think that she's dominant in the ties and she gets to her single, and she scores. It's awesome, it's really cool to see, um, especially off the run at U23s and juniors. She shoots, she scores, and she wins. Um, But she sets up their shots well. That's where Bruntil is very different. Um, she, She wrestles from the open, she's very open. If you go back and watch the match, she actually gets a four from a low single from the outside right at the beginning of a whistle. Boom, four changes the match she wins it because of it um so for her it's don't sit in the ties because when you sit in the tie against Kilty, she scores um whereas when you're scoring from shooting from the outside you're scoring so whoever can get to their offense the best and can set up their offense the best will win this match
0: yeah 100 and you i mean you broke down all of the the technical side of it and i think that's it's such a great match from that perspective, and it's also such a great match from the story perspective. You know, not only the women's wrestling thing, but um, last time we saw these girls wrestle, it ended with Brunto winning the match and earning a, a spot in the Olympic trials, right? Um, so that was obviously a, a big win for her. Um, and also, I think it's cool that you know Macy actually went up four zero. I think with two takedowns, uh, so it was kind of controlling the match, and then uh, Brunto just blew through her with a double leg and got four so it it was kind of one of those situations where um you know macy kind of did more of the work throughout the match right she had two takedowns to one but she got bruntal got the four um so you know it's going to be a really fun matchup i know macy's chomping at the bit for it because that's you know who she wanted and um you know i talked to her the other day i'm telling you like i've talked to to a lot of athletes um, obviously yourself, and I've talked to a bunch of other people, and uh, she might be one of the most dialed in that I've I've talked to. I mean, it, I don't know, like it. She's. I'm looking forward to her career and seeing what all she does. I mean, she's awesome. had so much success, and it, it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah,
1: Um If you got, what's your top three matches from this from this card? Ooh,
0: oh, that's tough. Um, I mean, again, like. I'm not even saying it just because of, of everything around it, but this, this Kilti Brunsell match is my number one. I'm super excited to see it. Not only because it's the main event and all that, like throw that stuff out. If these guys and girls were all wrestling in some back alley somewhere, that'd be the top one that I want to see. Um, I mean, Austin O'Connor, Dean Howell is obviously going to be awesome. So uh, let's throw out the top two because those are, those are awesome. Uh, besides those top two, for me, uh, I think Kennedy Monday, Mitch Feinsilver is going to be a really fun match to watch. Um, like you say, Gabe Tag and Sammy Alvarez. And then um, a- another one that I'm really looking forward to, and just to kind of see where he's at, is Max Shaw and Jordan Pagano. Uh, I know I've, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of good things around the program about uh, Max Shaw coming up. And so I- I'm I'm really interested, just from like a Carolina fan perspective, being able to see that, right?
1: Yeah. So I think if we throw out the top two, I'm gonna go Gabe Tag and Sammy Alvarez as my one. But I'd probably do that with the top two. Um I just I think it's interesting. I wanna see the the leaps and bounds that Sammy Alvarez has made since the flow card in freestyle because Lord knows I have. Um and uh, you know, Gabe Tag is I didn't I feel like I didn't get to see him very much last year. Excited for that. Um my number two i'll probably i'll probably copy you on the kennedy mitch fine silver match but my third is julian tag um i think that i'm just excited to see his skill set um i think that he's gonna be awesome to watch in the future
0: yeah no for sure i mean uh it, it's fun to to see all the different ways the unc lineup could break down this year um you know in and it's also cool how they're they're kind of using this event to figure it out a little bit, right? They're going to have wrestle-offs, but, um, you know, wrestle-offs, you know, it only tells you so much seeing your guy wrestle his practice partner in the room that knows yeah. him, right? yeah. And I mean, it, it, there's so many situations out there where a, a guy loses to his practice partner, you know, regularly, but is also an All-American when he gets his spot or, or, some, or you know, performs better or whatever. Um, so I'm excited to see... See those matchups, and like you said, that Gabe Tag Sammy Alvarez one's going to be a big one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've UNC's got an interesting uh, conundrum over at 141 this year. Um I'm excited to see how that shakes out with with the talent they've got. I'm just assuming Jamie's going to go back down, um and then we'll see what Gabe Tag does because you know that's a competitive match. I think they went into overtime in their wrestle off last year.
0: Yeah, I mean, for what I'm hearing, tags at at 33 as well are expected to go. Um, I mean, obviously, you got Sherman, ACC champ at 41. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard because you got all these great guys right around this weight. Um, But, you know, you also, and hell, you even have uh, Melendez that was a start at 125. It's going to be probably at 133 this year, maybe 125 again. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, man, that's going to be fun to see how that shakes out. Um, And then also, you know, I saw today. I don't know if you saw yesterday. I guess you're not on Twitter anymore, but uh, you know, obviously, Kale Sanderson's made it a thing of like he just tweets out a date. I don't know if you've seen those, right? I saw I
1: saw someone put that on Instagram. So
0: yesterday, Kale tweeted out a a date, and then uh, it was like December 22nd, and then Pat Popolizio December 22nd, and then uh, Keith Gavin goes Keith Gavin's tweet was awesome. I don't remember what it was, but it was like basically, what the hell? Why not December 22nd? that was awesome but uh the pittsburgh wrestling club actually came out and they're having an event so they're having their own i don't know if the if the pat pop and the kale sanderson ones are connected um but you know who knows we could have you know three four cards in one day wow that's gonna be awesome a lot of fun man i'm sure you got inside information that you won't tell
1: me but uh you know i have no idea I know that I'm going to wrestle this weekend and I'm probably going to not wrestle again until February or March. Um, we had inside
0: information last time because I was like desperately, like, dude, come get on this Tar Heel card. I want to call your match. And the whole time you're like, I don't know. I don't know. And you knew where you were going to be.
1: Yeah. Well, I was told not to tell anyone about the, the cup, man. I was, I was specifically told. I didn't even tell my parents. I was just like, I just went after it and just said, yeah, I'm in. Um, because I was going to go to U23s and got sick, like out of nowhere, thought I had COVID, didn't have COVID. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but this sucked. I, mean, I had the flu or something. It was terrible. Man. Um,
0: that's awful, but, man. But I mean, I'm glad that we get to see you back in action. There's going to be so many great matches this weekend. Um, we ran out of time tonight cause you know, you, you got to get all you got to get off here and get your sleep in and, and get ready for those matchups this weekend. Um, but um, I think we're going to jump back on here at some point tomorrow. And we're going to talk about the flow card. Um, yeah. sounds good game.
1: Yeah, um, I'm in. Let's cool. do it.
0: All right. So um, for everybody listening, we are going to jump back on in the next episode tomorrow and talk about the flow card. Um, but that is all we got for tonight. So unless you got anything else, Jack, I think we're, we're ready to sign off.
1: No, I'm good.
0: All right, man. Well, It's always great talking to you, and I'll I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, see you. Thanks, everybody, for listening.